Welcome to the Wake Her Up podcast. I'm your host, Marcella Hill, and today we have a special guest, my dear friend who we just got back from New York City together, Jana Danielson. She is the creator of Cooch Ball, and we have had long, beautiful conversations about the power within women and how to unlock that power, and she is teaching women how to unlock your beautiful unknown power through unlocking the power in your cooch. And that's not necessarily her tagline. That's just something I like to say because she really, who she is, not just her amazing methods and expertise about pelvic floor, but who she is really does something to awaken your soul and makes you think about things that you never realized about yourself before. And that's what Wake Her Up is all about. So let's bring on Miss Jana. Welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm so good, how are you? I'm good. I know this isn't the best lighting, um, so I wanna apologize for that. Just You're apologizing for a beach view of Mexico. Unacceptable. <laughs> I know. Could you um, go somewhere where it's like this boring office room <laughs> with nothing behind you? And yeah, wow, you're a treat yeah. today. Yeah, oh, this is my this is my office for the next couple days. Oh my okay. Well, I just have to caveat because I think we should do a podcast later about your escape out of Canada. <laughs> I'm just going to put a pin in that. Jana is, she has some wild stories and we should get into that. It's so damn good. Do it. Well, I love you so much. Last time we saw each other, we were in the snow in New York City. And here you are in front of the ocean. That's amazing. We, um... We had such a great time in New York. We, right, we walked around, we ate pizza, we shopped, we just uh, really, I feel like connected in this really cool way. And so we slept in the same bed, like the same bed. I, I kept Marcel up because I was snoring as my youngest child was telling her on a FaceTime one day, but I don't even think I, I think I snore maybe like a little angel or like a little kitten. That's how in my mind I think I sound. But it's like a big lumberjack and I probably kept her up all damn night. It's not, it, it was not that bad. It's okay. I mean, the cooch ball, I can't fix everything, right? I mean. <laughs> no, my my son did say, mom, use some, because he's been wearing tape on his. Oh. Uh, he's like, you should, you should use some of that tape. And I mean, I've read James Nestor's book. I know that. So maybe I'll give it a try. Ooh, I, I've never used the tape. It freaks me out, but I mean, maybe, whatever. It looks terrifying, honestly. <laughs> That's another podcast for another time. Totally. Oh my goodness. Okay, let's just jump right in. So we're talking about your coochie. I love the name. I think it is, everyone loves to say coochie. I think it's beautiful. I think there's a lot of words that we could use that I think make people a little uncomfortable mm -hmm. and we don't talk about our coochies as often as we need to or should. It's not as acceptable as it should be. And I just love that you just put it out there and that's what we're doing. And I wanna hear, how did you get here? How are you the creator of the cooch ball. Yeah. 
it, you know what, we all have our stories, right? And in the moment you, you think to yourself, why, like, why is this happening to me? And in my case, I was in my early twenties and I had undiagnosed digestive pain, which if any of you have ever lived in pain, which I'm sure we all have had pain at one point or another, you know, that we try and get out of pain. Right. And that's what I was trying to do, get out of pain. And what do you do when you're in pain? You go to your doctor. And I mean, like farm girl here from the prairies of Canada, grew up in a very Western medicine type household. And that's what I did. And I did that over and over and over again for two years until by the time I was told in my doctor's office this very particular day, I had been on that journey for two years. I was on 11 different medications literally every single day. And some, my, I call it my grocery list. Some of those meds on my grocery list had nothing to do with helping me get out of my pain. They were counteracting the side effects of those meds higher up on the, on the, on the grocery list. Right. Yeah. So I, um, went to my doctor's office one day thinking we were going to plan the next phase of specialists, you know, the, the gross drinks, the poking, the prodding to try and get answers. And she told me that day that um, she believed that this pain was in my head and the pain that started in my gut was now chronic migraines. My joints ached. My pelvic floor was in such excruciating pain. And that part really didn't make sense to me because I did not have children and I was not in menopause. And as a young 21-year-old, that's the only situations where I knew you would have pelvic floor stuff after you push a baby out or when you are you know, starting to transition into perimenopause and menopause. And I was neither of those. And she told me that day, the words still give me goosebumps when I share this story. She said to me, Jana, we, as in my medical team, we believe that the pain is in your head and that you're seeking attention and we wish you a nice life. And it was like very matter of fact, three statements. She closed my file and I sat there and realized in my mind, I was like, is, my, is this, is my appointment over? Like, are we, are we done? And I stood up and walked out, oh basically gosh. ran to my vehicle and sat and just wept because <laughs> I, in, in my, in that moment, I actually thought like, will I ever be able to have kids? I wanted to run my own business one day because I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. My high school boyfriend literally just proposed to me like, you know, weeks before then. And all that felt like it just wasn't in the cards for me because I did not trust my body. I didn't know what was going on. I felt disconnected. I was really actually pissed off at my body because I was doing all the right things. I was teaching fitness to pay for my tuition. I was eating healthy. I was drinking my water. I was doing all the things yet. If, if, all those doctors in white coats with stethoscopes around their neck couldn't figure it out. Then I just felt like this was, this was the jail sentence essentially of, uh, of my life at 21 years old. So that's how that's, that was my moment, I guess. Oh my goodness. I mean, I just, how many women that are listening to this right now have sat in their car after the doctor, you know, after their doctor's office visit and wept because there were no answers. They, their questions were questioned. They were not taken seriously and they were told too bad. Like, this is just, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe they didn't say the words you're crazy, but that's what they're saying. It's just yeah. in your head. 
I mean, this is happening over and over and over. And every time I get on these calls, I just want to scream and cry because I have this visibility. Like I woke up today to a video that it's hit like 80,000 views and there are comments from like yesterday of someone saying, I just walked out of my doctor's office and they said that there's nothing they can do. They said, I'm too young. They said, you know, I'm just seeking attention. They said, it's my husband's fault. I mean, they're just not even being listened to. Like your story is so sadly not unique. It is a tragedy. And I am so glad that you're here helping to spread light on this, willing to share your story mm -hmm. and finding solutions, creating this. You are the solution. So, okay. So you're, how old were you then when you walked out? I was 21. 21. I was 21. And so then at what point did that turn around into like, I'm going to go figure this out myself. So I... I went into a pretty dark space for about six months and was so good. Like if they were giving out Oscars for, you know, best actors in like a women's health role, <laughs> I would have won. I would have won the freaking Oscar because nobody in my life really like not my mom, not my sister, not my best friends. And I did a pretty good job of even like masking it from my then fiance now husband and I would put on a happy face and go to work and inside I felt like I was dying I was empty I literally I fell out of love with myself and I I lost you know what who was once this vibrant young woman I wouldn't get on the phone to make a hair appointment I would I was getting you know Jason to do that for me I just I became literally muted and was like a robot just going through my days. And one day I was in the grocery store and I don't, you know, there's the magazine racks off to the side when you're waiting to unload your groceries. And I usually just, you know, scan them, but I don't usually buy them. And that day there was a fitness magazine and Madonna was on the cover, still love Madonna to this day. And the word Pilates was on the cover of that magazine. And for whatever reason, I picked it up, didn't even open it, picked it up, put it in my cart and home I went. I picked up that magazine before I even put the groceries away that day, Marcella, and I opened it up and I found this article that said it was about Pilates, which I didn't know anything about. I thought it would look like kind of like yoga um, meditation when the pictures in the in the article but words were like literally jumping off the page at me. They were like bolded. I mean, not literally, but that's what was happening to me. Words like healing and movement and breathing and spine and medicine. And I was like, what is like, what is happening here? And I read the article more than 10 times for sure. And I couldn't understand how this form of movement and the stories I was reading were healing these bodies of these women that were highlighted or featured in the story. And I, in, in that moment, I was like, I need to try this. And so Google wasn't even around yet. This is 1999, friends. So I had to get like the physical leisure guide from our city. And I looked for a Pilates class, found a mat class, 
I decided to treat myself. I bought myself a new water bottle, a new pair of leggings and a new Pilates mat. And off I went to my first class. And remember, I was teaching, you know, cycle classes and step classes. You know, I was a certified, um, in, you know, fitness instructor. And so I walked in with my mat. I saw all the bodies, all the ages, all the shapes, all the sizes, went to the front row middle because I decided in that in that moment I was going to be the best Pilates student that day. And about 45 seconds after my instructor started teaching us how to breathe, simply how to breathe, I was like, oh, shit. Why am I in the front? I can't like I was like looking at my vision. People were breathing. It was like this beautiful symphony of breathing. And I was like this like the Tin Man after a heavy rain from the Wizard of Oz. I could not move. I could not breathe. I was trying fighting back the tears. And I was like, what the hell am I actually doing in this class right now? Um, I'm never and I decided I'm never coming back. I'm too embarrassed to leave, so I'll stay but I'm not ever coming back and I will just live with the pain. Right. After the class, for some reason I meandered and everybody left, but me and my instructor walked up to me and she wrapped like she, it was like she had these angel wings and she wrapped her arms around me and I cried and cry. And all she said to me was come back on Thursday. And I was like, okay, I'll come back on Thursday. So I walk out of the studio. My husband's waiting because he was just at the gym. And he's like, oh, my God, what happened in there? Like, my eyes were, like, <laughs> swollen, right? And I was like, I just have to come back on Thursday. So I came back every th I came back Thursday and every Tuesday and Thursday. And you know what, everyone? 16 weeks after my first class, so four months after my first class, I was off all 11 medications my body was changing before my eyes. I had energy. I was sleeping through the night. I would still do things. I kid you not. I would still throw salt over my shoulder. I would still cross my finger, like do all these like lucky charms things because I thought it might come back one day. And I was so intrigued by what just happened in my body in four months that over two years of doctors and specialists could not figure out that I decided... Um, I was going to get certified to teach Pilates. I was, you know, my 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 uh, career. I was just finished my MBA and was going to break through the glass ceiling in some big corporation. And you know what? There were other plans for me. So I got certified in Pilates. Started teaching it as a hobby out of my home. Four classes turned into sixteen classes and about twenty hours of privates a week. And my husband finally said, "Jana, like, if you're not going to recognize it, I need to show this to you." this is what you're, this is what you're meant to be. And um, so I was building uh, my own business at that point. He quit his corporate job, took over the, the human resource consulting business. And I opened my first studio in 2010. It grew very quickly. We expanded to an integrated health therapies clinic and Pilates studio in 2015, grew that to a team of 60, helped hundreds of thousands of people every year, just, you know, completely heard them, held space for them inspired them. They would walk in as their diagnosis, whatever they were told by their doctor, and they would walk out as like, as their, their human self again. And so the Cooch Ball was born in January of 2020, when I started doing seminars at my studio for pelvic floor health, because the pelvic floor, and we'll talk about this later, is a part of our core. We don't realize it, that it's a part of our core. And 
all of my clients would get super weird. It got awkward. No one would make eye contact with me. <laughs> no one would ask me questions. There was like crickets in the room. Yet every single time I would do these workshops, they would sell out. And these women would line up out the door in tears to ask me questions after because they weren't okay to talk about this part of their body. And I was like, why? Why as a as the divine feminine beings we are, this magic cauldron known as our pelvis and what happens inside of there, why are we muted? And then I started learning more and more that 90% of pelvic floor dysfunction can be healed with movement. I learned that the incontinence product industry is a $21 billion industry. And that's when I kind of like you, Marcella, started getting a little pissed off. Like, (laughs) here's my line in the sand. Yeah. Not okay. Let's start having the conversation and educating and inspiring women to take back what is rightfully theirs. So that's how I came to really you know, dive in to helping women reclaim what is rightfully theirs, a life full of joy and a connection to their body and um, just falling in love with themselves all over again. I feel like the end, like, good job. like that's all. I have nothing else to add. Like, this is, your story is amazing. I just, I love being here. I love feeling like I get a front row seat to watching women not only wake up, but find women like you who are willing to share their like awakening. I feel like this, whatever you want to call it, magic, you know, where you say these words jumping off a page in my book, Wake Her Up, there is a, a particular story about when I was really doubtful about the direction of uh, my former company and I opened like scriptures, which is when I was involved in a religion. And uh, there is very specific things that literally popped off the page. It was like written for me. It was speaking to me like that description of the universe saying, hey, Jana, come over here. Right. Like that's real. Mm-hmm. And we talk about these things like they're angels or they're woo-woo or whatever words. But I say they are women. This is how we function. We are connected to like the earth and to energy. And we have not leaned into that to the point where, like you said, we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust our bodies. We're disconnected because we've never been taught to be disconnected to be connected, but when you get connected, those are the experiences that start happening. And then we're like, get freaked out because like, that's not the man's world we live in, right? You were like, that must've just been this weird thing and I must be crazy thinking that words are popping off the page or someone has angel wings and is hugging me, telling me to stay here, you know, like, but when you meet women that start being connected to their body, those are literally the stories that are told. And I, I know we're here to talk about your cooch, but we're here talking about the power of women. And I mean, I'm going to get emotional. You're just, you like look lit up right now. Like you look like this, like really amazing, like, like imagery of a woman. And it's so beautiful, but I, um, this is the topic, right? It's unlocking that power, like awakening that power and 
I think we're going to start hearing more and more of these stories where it's like, oh my gosh, and then you're not going to believe who dropped in. You're not going to believe. I mean, you and I have our own story, right? Where I found Coochball on Instagram. It just like popped up and I messaged you saying, hey, this is kind of fun, neat. Like, let's hang out. And then totally separate with a conversation with the doctor, she mentions to me that she's going to be in Boulder for a biohacking conference. I don't even know what biohacking is. Like, no clue. All I knew is like, I want to know this doctor in person and she's going to be four hour drive for me. I'm going to go. And I remember looking over who's going to be there and lo and behold, cooch ball. And I thought, interesting. I just messaged them. I guess I'll like go stop in at their booth. I walk in and it was like lightning and the whole universe is like, here's your new best friend, Jana. <laughs> and I was like, that's amazing. I mean, and these are the stories that happen when women start unlocking their power. It starts attracting people and things and the solutions you need. So in our community, a lot of women are here talking about perimenopause and all of the symptoms, and they want to know what level of testosterone to get. And is it injections or creams? And where do we go to buy it? And my overall answer is, let's stop for a second. Don't be so quick to click the buy now button. Let's connect to you and listen to your body and know what you need because it might not be testosterone. It might be freaking Pilates, right? Like we don't know what you need. It might be cold plunging. It might be breaking up with your husband. It might be going back to school. It might be moving to Mexico. Like we don't know what you need, but we are here for it. So I have to ask, here you are. Mm -hmm. Now you've developed the cooch ball. What changes have you seen in the people? Like what awakenings have you been witness to because yeah. of this? And how does, maybe we should even stop. How does it work? Like it's Let's this ball, right? Yeah. Like my husband was playing with it and he's like, it's like a little kickball. Like what's the deal? You know? Okay. So let me just show it to you here. This is what it is. All right. This is as simple as it is. So, and for those of you just listening, it looks like a kickball. Yeah. Like from grade school. It looks like the typical balls that you get. It's five inches. You can hold it in two hands in little. It's perfect. Exactly. And so what it literally does is, well, let me just take a step back. So our core, so many of us think that our core are like our abdominals. I need to strengthen my core. So what do we think we're going to do? We're going to get on the floor, do some crunches, maybe do some planks, strengthen your core, right? That's the six pack, but it's actually just one component of it. So let's build out the core. And I'm going to do this visually for those of you that are listening. So the diaphragm is our main muscle of respiration. Okay. It's the main muscle we breathe with. When you, you know, when you want to smell like a newborn baby's head or like a fresh baked apple pie or, you know, a dozen roses and you really get in there and you take that big whiff through your nose, that is, you're using your diaphragm. So you inhale through your nose. There's this muscle that lives like a dome. It's like an open umbrella or a mushroom cap and it lives up inside of our rib cage. So when you breathe in through your nose and you're using your diaphragm, your waistband is going to expand into your shorts or pants. You're just going to get this 360 degree expansion. All right. When you exhale out of your mouth, that expansion is going to melt. It's going to contract 
in 360 degrees around your waistband. Your diaphragm essentially is the ceiling of your core, all right? The walls of your core are cylindrical. Just like if you were to eat an apple, what do you have left? The core. It has a top with a stem, the bottom with that little fuzzy thing, which I don't know the name of, and you have the core, okay? So the core, I know the name of the little fuzzy thing. It's fine. You do? <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, I was going to say, what is it? <laughs> Inquiring minds. So your diaphragm is like the roof, the stem. Your four abdominal muscles are what make up the 360 degree cylinder. So we have that six pack muscle that lives right under the skin. We chase that muscle girls all of our life because we've been told that that's the equivalent of fit. When you can see those muscles, you are fit. And I can't tell you how wrong that is. The six pack muscle is the least impactful muscle of our core, meaning it does the lowest amount of work. It doesn't help us when we pick up our babies. It doesn't help us when our dog is running away from us. It, You know what it does? It sits us up out of bed. It stands us up after we tie our shoes. And that's really about it. Wow. Deeper to that are two muscles called the internal and external obliques. They are like an X. They create an X almost like when you see someone wearing one of those safety vests, uh, the fluorescent ones, they are a big X on the front. Those are internal and external obliques. You do a, a shoulder chain or, you know, you're going to change lanes and you do a shoulder check. That's your obliques. You reach back for your purse in the back seat of your car. Those are your obliques. Um, you know, you throw a ball to your kid. Those are your obliques. Deeper to that are your transverse abs. They start in your low back. They wrap to your front. They give you beautiful posture. They shape your waist. They protect your organs and your spine. And when you breathe with your diaphragm in through your nose and out through your mouth, these transverse abs work beautifully like an expanding and contracting soft bark tree. It opens you up and then it closes you. All right. So now we have our ceiling and we have our cylindrical walls. And guess what? We have the floor and the floor of our core is our pelvic floor. And a lot of people don't realize that most men don't even know they have pelvic floors. They think it's just a women's muscle because we push babies out. Uh, and that's the furthest from the truth. We have 14 little muscles in our pelvis. Okay. So if you put your hands on your hips, those bony hip bones, those are called your ASIS. That is one of the, on part of one of the bones of the pelvis inside is this beautiful hammock made up of 14 muscles, which are your pelvic floor. Those muscles like, hold up our pelvic organs, our bladder, our rectum, our uterus, those muscles expand and contract, or they work and relax during sex. They work and relax during childbirth. When you walk, when you sit, when you jump, when you pee, when you poop, like all these muscles have a really big job. And yet most of us pretend they don't exist until there's a really major problem. And then we're like, kind of, going to ask our doctor about it, but maybe in a roundabout way. And um, what really lit me up when I wanted to learn more about this, because keep in mind, my pelvic floor pain when I was 21 went away with Pilates. And again, I didn't quite understand why or how. But once I started learning about the anatomy, your diaphragm and your pelvic floor literally live one, like your diaphragm lives on the second floor of the same house as your pelvic floor, which is the main floor these two muscles talk to each other. So ladies, when we were in our teens, 
And we were laying on our bed with our coat hangers, zipping up our, our jeans so they could be as tight as they possibly could be. Remember those days? Now we have like these fancy waist trainers that I just, uh, it, I, uh, I just have so much to say about that. When we take space away from a part of our body, the contents that live within that space have to go somewhere, either up or down, right? right. And so when we understand that there is this cylinder with a roof and a floor, because we become so conditioned in our lives that are high levels of stress, we have cortisol pumping through our body way more. You know, back in the day, we, you, I mean, we've all heard this, right? We need our sympathetic nervous system because if there was a tiger rustling in the bushes, we needed to know we had got to get the heck out of here. Well, ladies, we are living with perpetual saber-toothed tigers on our, you know, right behind us almost all the time. And our body doesn't know that. And so what happens is we stop using the ceiling of the core and we start actually using these little muscles in our neck called the scalenes and the sternocleidomastoids. And it's kind of like if you've ever watched, um, you know, the Hulk movies when he gets really mad in his neck, that's exactly the muscles we're using. So those of you that live with TMJ, um, low-grade headaches at the brow line or at the hairline, when you feel like your eyes are sunk into your head, it could even become um, migraines, chronic neck tension, head, um, lots of like shoulder discomfort. That is all because the 20 plus thousand times in a day you breathe, you're using muscles in your neck, not this beautiful umbrella, open umbrella. And um, that's why you love going to your Cairo, you love going for your acupuncture, you love going for your massage. And then 72 hours later, you're in that same situation where you can't even turn your neck because you're locked up again. And that's the connection between the pelvic floor and our breathing. That's why Pilates was such an amazing form of movement because it gets you breathing, it gets you moving. And so, you know, pelvic organ prolapse, um, peeing your pants, those are things that we have come to believe our women's issues after we have babies or once we're in our 40s and 50s and 60s. But we also know now that, like I said earlier, 90% of pelvic floor dysfunction, pain, um, incontinence, bloating, cold tingly feet, chronically tight hips, it's actually a fitness and movement issue and it's not a medical issue. And by learning how to breathe, learning how to sit, learning how to stand and learning how to properly move, you can literally reclaim this beautiful cauldron that is your pelvic floor. Wow. Wow. I'm going to snip what you just said in the last like 30 seconds and I, it should go everywhere. I mean, this is, these are things I've never heard in this way ever. And I'm 43. You know, I have been a dancer almost my whole life. And I also went through, like I was a personal trainer and I feel so conditioned still <laughs> to think that going to the gym is for me to look good, right? And it is wild to me that there is not a more common ground of fitness or movement where we go to a class or we go to whatever kind of coaching and they're like, this is how we get kids out of the car. 
This is the this is the movement we're going to work on today. <laughs> this is how we get groceries out of the car. This is how we stand at our desk in a way that like supports our bodies. This is how we move while we are stuck in a chair learning things. You know, like yeah. No, it's like no. Go to the gym, work your ass off as much as you can, so you have a really cute butt and nice abs for you know the pool. Like that's that's what we get. Never mind that you can't get your kids out of the car because your neck is all kinked, right? Like it's true, it's true. And I think that you make such a good point that we've been so conditioned that you know movement and fitness is about the aesthetic. It's about what is the number on the tag in my jeans, right? And it it is, gosh, those those so yes, and to the to that, of course, we want to look good, we want to feel good, but what when I work with women through the form forms of movement that I love, and I love going to the gym, I love getting on my bike, I love doing my Pilates. What we've forgotten is the process. Like we focus so much on the product. What is the outcome of this? That we miss some beautiful, you know, lessons along the way. Those hiccups that we feel like, oh my gosh, I can't get out of bed this morning. And we feel so guilty about, and we get on that hamster wheel. When we when we focus on, like I said, that tag on the on our jeans or goodness gracious, if you have a scale, I'm one of those people like throw it away, get rid of it. It is false. You want to talk about fake news? Scales <laughs> are fake news because <laughs> that, you know, what a, what, what a pound of muscle weighs, what a pound of fat weighs, like they, they just negate each other, right? So um, this is where we can start to learn the nuances of of our bodies and how you know having my water with a little bit of um apple cider vinegar in it right now is going to help with the little bit of the you know the the blood the my blood sugar spike that's going to happen when i go for tacos and a margarita right away i'm not going to not have those fish tacos and margarita i sure am wait where are, are we going sure. can we all come <laughs> no, I, I come. like we've talked about doing like immersive experiences in mexico good like yes i live here come come we'll go to zippers we'll go for fish tacos We'll drink our apple cider vinegar and we will because um, because really that's what that's what it truly is is about is doing those workouts doing those moments of your yoga whatever you're doing so that life can be a yes yes and not and i can't today because my back hurts or i can't yeah. today because i think i'm gonna pee my pants if i go for a run with my friend like could we could we stop that piece of it yeah, I mean, you think about, I mean, my own, my little girl, she has had like these little digestive stomach issues. And um, right now we're like diving in, trying to figure that out because she's afraid to go to school because what if her stomach hurts, you know? And so even if we get to a day where her stomach doesn't hurt, she's like, but what if it does? You know, what if I suddenly have to go to the bathroom? What if, you know, I'm in the bathroom for a long time? It's going to be embarrassing. Like these things dramatically, dramatically impact lives. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm talking about a little nine-year-old, yeah. you know, who doesn't have to go to a job and doesn't have other people to take care of. You, you take these types of pains and discomfort and 
you come from a 40 year old woman with a family and a career and it's catastrophic. And so I want to explain to the audience what the Koosh ball has done for me without having like an understanding of what it even, how it's even working. Like, like, if like here, use this, sit on this. I'm like, okay, like, let's see what that does. So let's just with, tell your story and then I'll go in and kind of dissect yes. and, and talk about what was happening in your body when you were feeling that. Okay, so Jana did walk me through the first time. So we sat on the coach ball and you're sitting on it between like your vagina and your rectum. So you're sitting on your perineum. And did I say that right? Perineum, right? Yeah. Some say perineum, some say perineum. I don't know. If perineum. It's yeah. Okay. Maybe that's why I was like, which one is it? One of those things, whichever you prefer. <laughs> and the first time you sit on it, it honestly feels like you have a knot, you know, like a knot in your back and someone's just going to like dig the knot out of your back. They're just going to push on it until it releases. It is, it felt like exactly that for me where I'm like, whoo, this is intense, but not like a bad, like I'm hurting something just like, wow, you found the spot, <laughs> you know, you found that knot. And as I sat and I did the proper breathing into my diaphragm, which I don't do often enough. And I can tell a dramatic difference when I do, I could feel that core, like you said, the bottom and the top, like coming together just from breathing. I could feel it just naturally, like moving together the whole 360. I'm not doing abs. I'm not like trying to like squeeze my stomach muscles. You know, it just felt like this movement of collaboration. <laughs> and, and so I, I, I've been using it every morning. It's part of my meditation practice now and I'm sitting on it and it just, the discomfort doesn't necessarily go away completely but it's just doable. You know, you, you're just sitting there and it, it's okay. Then when you get off the ball, it feels, and you put words to this, mm -hmm. it feels like you're sitting in the floor, like you're sitting in a bowl, like your hips are a little bit more spread. Um, it's just, it's opening. It's very opening. And then here's the thing. We were, I sat on the ball consistently every day we were in New York city. And that's the first time I've consistently sat on it multiple days in a row. Um, I will tell you when I go on vacations, there is almost no pooping, none. Like it doesn't matter what I'm eating, what I'm not eating. My body's like, we're on vacation. Everyone's shut down. We're not absolutely. No, there will be no pooping because you know, we're in a hotel room and we can't, I pooped every day every day and the only difference was doing the kush ball i was just eating pizza i was eating regular stuff i wasn't taking like a i mean i i usually take fiber like every day but i wasn't taking anything beyond my normal stuff and i i want to say like it has to be that like the other thing that it felt like is i have had utis like consistently since I had a bladder lift and I've gone to a pelvic floor therapist and she said, you're not emptying your bladder all the way. You're too tight to like, don't do Kegels anymore. Like it's too tight up in there. And I felt like this was loosening and relaxing my body to the point where when I pee now, I feel like I'm emptying my, I don't have to turn around 10 minutes later to go back. That was happening almost literally every 
uh, Jana, I remember telling my husband, like, I pee and then I sit there and I try to relax and I'm breathing, I'm doing the things. And finally, I'm like, I know there's more pee, but it's not coming out. I'll go about doing my thing for 10 minutes. And there I am back in the potty, just letting the rest out. And that honestly is, I just, as I'm talking through this, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't remember the last, like that hasn't happened since New York. So thank you for that. Amazing. Amazing. And so really what is, I mean, you said a few key things that I want to kind of shine a light on. First of all, we usually get told that we need to do Kegels. Those are the answer to strengthening our pelvic floor. And here's where the Kegel falls short, in my opinion, is that the Kegel, a Kegel is normally taught as um, stopping the flow of urine and then starting the flow of urine. So that sensation, right? The squeeze and a release and a squeeze and a release. Now, understand that a tight muscle, this was a mathematical equation, a tight muscle does not equal a strong muscle. A tight muscle is just as dysfunctional as one that is not strong enough, that is lacking tone, all right? So in the pelvic floor world, when you have too much tone, we call it a, a hypertonic pelvic floor, all right? Or so hyper, like if you give your kid too much sugar, they're hyper, okay, too much. On the other end of the spectrum, there's hypo, H-Y-P-O tone, lacking tone, all right? So when you have hypertone, there might be, you're maybe more pain during intercourse, uh, constipation, like Marcella was saying, inability to fully empty, uh, cough, sneeze, laugh, pee a little bit, all right? On the other hand, when you are hypotonic or lacking tone, there is um, that frequency where you're going all the time because, you know, the, those, the muscles that are holding that bladder aren't, aren't responding to the weight of the urine in the bladder. Then what some women will do is they'll actually stop drinking water or decrease their water, which makes things worse because now your bladder is getting irritated because your urine is so concentrated because you're not hydrating that you're actually peeing more because the lining of the bladder is like, get this out of me. I don't want this concentrated urine. And you're like, okay, now you're way over dehydrated. Um, and that has so many other um, imp it impacts our body in such major ways. We don't realize that our brain is the first organ that takes in water in a day. Our vital organs are second and our, the muscles, the joints, the fascia are third. So if you are dealing with, let's say like, I don't know, like a little ankle sprain or back pain, that healing is not going to happen in this beautiful way because the body isn't hydrated to heal. You're going to be stuck in this inflammatory response because it doesn't have, body doesn't have what it needs, right? So when we do our Kegel, and 70% of us ladies are already hypertonic. Then we do a Kegel and it just exacerbates everything in our body. It just gets worse. And then we think, well, that didn't work or I'll just keep doing it. Maybe I'm not doing it long enough. You know, I'm not doing it long enough or, you know, harder enough. So um, what the cooch ball actually does is it brings oxygen rich, nutrient rich blood flow to the pelvic floor because like the 700 plus muscles in our body, like a plant needs, I say this all the time, this metaphor, like a plant needs sunlight and rain 
to flourish, our muscles need oxygen-rich, nutrient-rich blood. And when that is taken away from them from poor posture, lack of hydration, poor sleep, and our fascial tissue, which is like a boa constrictor snake, it's connective tissue that wraps around every single muscle fiber we have. When our fascia starts to get tight because it is, we're over-caffeinated and again, posture, hydration, all that kind of stuff, um, the muscles don't have what they need to live. And they just get more and more and more tight, which means they're getting more and more and more dysfunctional. So if you have a hypertonic pelvic floor and you sit on the cooch ball, Marcella gave you her example, why she was able to poop every day and completely empty her bladder is because for her, the cooch ball was almost like this internal massage therapist that was opening up those fascial restrictions, allowing the oxygen rich, nutrient rich blood into those muscles, into that fascia into the nerves and is like rewiring her body. For those of you who do have hypotone, what the ball does is it helps you work on the strength part of it. So lifting the pelvic floor away from the ball, the ball acts as like a, like a kinesthetic or a, a like biofeedback. And that's what Marcella was talking about. We call it the ouch factor. Everyone's going to experience the ouch factor. The ouch factor is inverted it's inversely related to the healthier pelvic floor. So the higher the ouch, the more your pelvic floor needs this. And then as you do it daily, you'll start to notice a decrease in that biofeedback. It's going to be like, oh, that I can actually stay for three minutes. When I started, I stayed for 30 seconds, right? Um, and so that's how you know it is doing its job. It's three minutes a day. You are worth it. We need to... I shouldn't say need because need comes from, from need comes from fear. We want to be present in our body and give her what she needs. She is ready to like live this beautiful, optimal life un literally until our last breath on this earth. Sometimes we've just forgotten how to listen to her or we've chosen, we've chosen. And, you know, I, I want to just say one more thing before I hand the virtual mic back to you, Marcella. I I feel it was about two years ago when I finally found the answer to why are we not talking about this? The main nerve that runs from our brain to the pelvic floor area in both a woman's body and a man's body is called the pudendal nerve. It does. It has two big jobs. The pudendal nerve is a motor nerve and a sensory nerve. So the motor nerve part of it, it sends messages to and from your brain to pelvic floor. So when to relax, to go pee you know, when to relax to push that baby out, when to hold. And then it's also sensory, everything from pleasure to pain. And the word pudendal, the Latin root of that word means ashamed. And it literally stopped me. Like when I, when I learned that, I was like, wait, what? Say that again. And it made me so angry, sad, and frustrated because in that moment, I realized that we are almost born with that ashamedness in this beautiful part of our body that really is where, you know, the energetics of the divine feminine live like that, the root and sacral chakra that make us feel safe, makes us feel creative, makes us feel sensual, that is rooted in a shamedness and it's not right. And so 
when I think about what you're doing in your community and waking these beautiful souls up to become their very best selves, whatever that is for them in this moment, um, that's really what it's that's really what it's all about. So that's you know I'm so proud of you for feeling into the cooch ball and just understanding that these little moments you can't have momentum without moments. I love this so much. Like I just want to cry. It's so damn good. I can feel the importance of what you do. I can feel the passion and I, the direction, the inspiration that you live by. Like you are a special soul that mm -hmm. is in this flow that creates this magic for women to be able to see what it looks like to trust their body to feel their body, to love their body, to care for their body, to live in it with pride. Like that is something that is so sadly and devastatingly rare. I'm in this community with like 43,000 women and on a daily basis, it is hundreds of comments that are trying to fix their bodies so that they can live in it. And it's so crazy to realize that we walk around in these bodies that we just hate all the time and that we can't trust and they keep us all locked up. And I think that, you know, unlocking this power, it's not this like out here wooey thing. It is this Thing that you'll sit on this ball that seems too good to be true. You're going to sit on this ball and that will be the only difference that happens in your day. And you'll do it again the next day. You'll do it again the next day. And then there will be this moment that something happens. You'll think it's a miracle, right place, right time. Someone dropped into your lap, a prayer was answered, whatever you want to call it but it will be because women unlocked their power and they're finally listening, they're finally trusting and they're attracting what is rightfully theirs. And that is not being in the right place at the right time. It is not a miracle. It is not something that's just like being down from a heavenly place. It is the attraction of their soul. It is her that we talk about who is on the inside. And you, my sweet friend, are unlocking that in so many women. And I am so grateful and privileged to know you. And I hope that women will run, <laughs> not just to get your cooch ball, but to be connected to you. I feel like, yeah, the cooch ball is fun. You know, you go to your Instagram and it's like a hee hee, cutesy, fun thing. But when you know that Jana is behind this and that she like comes with it, you're like, she's going to be in your ear. You're going to be watching what she does and learning from her. It is so much more than what you get in the mail. And I just, it's amazing to me what you're doing. I love it so much. Thank you. I love you.
<sighs> well, now everybody that is listening to this is like, where can we get a cooch ball? Right? I mean, we gotta have it. It's like the the key to unlocking our entire cauldron of magic. So I uh, I have a link in my bio. So if you are following me on social media at being Marcella Hill, you can easily go to my bio. There's a whole segment there that's like products you need in perimenopause. And we have a, a affiliate link there that I don't know. Does it, what does that give you? Well, and you know what? So don't go get it from my website, get it off of Marcella's link in her <laughs> bio. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, because what I did, because she is special to me, which means therefore you are all special to me by virtue of that. So what I did is I put together a, like a little bonus packet here. So you get your cooch ball. It comes with a pump. It comes with a little get started guide. You're going to get access to the Cooch Confident video series. So you don't have to do this on your own. This is not DIY. And um, the other thing that I added is this little Cooch ball. She's not just like a one trick pony. I use my Cooch ball, not just for my pelvic floor, but I use it to do a psoas release. I use it for my low back. I use it on my glutes. I use it on my calves when I was walking 36 holes of golf with my son on Monday. And so what I bonused you is called the Cooch Fix Pack Mini. And it is three half hour, I call them workouts, using your Cooch ball. And I'm going to show you how to, one of the, one of the three workouts is all upper body. So I'm going to show you neck releases, breast health sequences. We're going to do lots of that kind of good stuff. The second one is lower body. So we're going to get into hips, glutes, psoas, um, feet, calves. And then there's one because um, like your little girl, Marcella, I also had, you know, gut and digestive issues as did our middle son. And so I actually created a, a whole gut health sequence using your cooch ball on the ascending transverse and descending colon. And so that is what you are going to get when you use Marcella's link um, the Cooch Fix Pack Mini with the Cooch Ball and everything you need to get started. Oh my gosh. I didn't know you'd put all that together. That's amazing. <laughs> we love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, now, um, if everyone wants to go and please go and follow Jana, um, you can follow her at The Cooch Ball on social media and you're Jana Danielson. With a dot. Jana dot. dot. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. All of this will be in our show notes. All of this is going to be posted to our Wake Her Up Facebook group with over 43,000 women worldwide, which every time we say it, I just think, how the hell did we do that? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Well, I just could talk to you forever, my friend. I want to thank everyone for their time, for being here. I hope that you're walking away a little more awake than you got here. And everybody, go wake her up. Thank you for being here. Go find us more and all the resources providers at wakeherup.co. We'll see you all soon.